Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. Now, what if I told you there is a little strategy that you can use, and if you use it consistently, it will dramatically increase your chances of getting sales. Sound good? Listen, this is a real eye-opener. So if you've been selling for a while, or even if you're a little bit new, this is for you. Buckle up, I'm gonna see you on the inside. We're gonna just break this down and turn it into a plan that you can use now. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up, welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello again. Welcome back. So happy to have you here with me. So I just want to dive in and share this strategy with you because it's kind of a big deal and it's something that you can use. You can actually walk away from this episode and go get it implemented. But I want to start with this. I'm sure you've heard it before. I've, I've certainly heard it a time or many. <laughs> and it's that rule that people talk about. You know, it's that rule where they'll say, well, you know, you have to have at least seven touch points with someone before they buy from you. Or there's at least seven interactions. And I think that, that really, in our minds, we all acknowledge that there's truth in that. That to some degree, that's true, that people generally need more than one interaction with you before they're ready to make a purchase. And because, you know, I get to see behind the scenes of so many uh, shops, I know for sure, without a doubt in my mind, it's just a plain fact that returning visitors usually convert at double or even more than double. Uh, what a new visitor, what a first-time visitor converts at. So if the conversion rate, for example, this is the conversion rate for my store, for Sock Doggo. So somebody who's a first-time visitor to my site uh, converts at 0.97 of 1%, just under 1% right now. And somebody who is a multi-session uh, user, so someone who's been at least two and maybe more times, they're returning visitors. Right now, my conversion rate for those uh, visitors is 1.9%. So it's double. But what I'd like to share with you is in many cases, I see it as way more than double. In many stores, it's you know, triple, sometimes even more. But, but what we can take away from this, if you only take this away from this podcast, it's a win. But what it is is that above all, your goal needs to be to get people to visit your site more than once. And if you, I want you to think about it that if you actually don't get them to come back, if you don't put all your effort into getting them back, it's kind of a missed opportunity. You don't wanna miss that opportunity. But, and I've known this for a long time, like years now, because <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. But a few years ago, I wanted to, to go deeper with that. And I wanted to figure out really, really how many times do people have to come back to my shop before I buy? And at the time, of, or they buy, <laughs> at the time I uh, was doing this, I owned WeSqueak still. And so I decided to do some digging into my data. 
And of course, you know, I don't know all the things about Google Analytics, but I'm really good at finding the information I want in there. And so I went to Google Analytics to find this. And, and what I realized when I did this, I did an exercise, spent a couple days figuring it all out, but, it, but I walked away from that realizing that at my store, there was a window of opportunity, like a really short, tight window. It was like a window of a few days where I had the very best chance of getting a sale, like really a good chance of getting a sale. And it was based on these two things. It was based on frequency, which was the number of times people came to my site before they actually, you know, went from adding something to cart all the way through to checkout. So the number of times they visited before they bought. But the other part was recency. And it was how close together those visits were. Were they, how close together were they? And at my last business at WeSqueak, it kind of looked like this. I learned that if I could get somebody back to my site five to seven times, that's a lot of times, right? Five to seven times over three to five days. If I could do that, my conversion rate for that small cohort of people was about 25%. About 25% of them would buy. And it was a really small number of people, but that was the window of opportunity. So five to seven times over three to five days. Now, what happened was after five days, the likelihood that people would convert actually started to go down. If it was spread out over longer, they actually started to be less likely to buy. Still more likely to buy than a brand new visitor, but considerably less than if those visits were packed in tight, were really frequent. And, and once I discovered this, I was like, oh, I think I can, I can do something with this. And, and because I wanted our Inner Circle members to have the, that information, I actually went deep and created a lesson about it and a calculator for our members to figure it out. And so if you are an Inner Circle member, if you just head into Conversion School, the module Conversion School, and go to Lesson 2 of Google Analytics, you can do this. You can download the calculator, figure it out for yourself, and it's super cool. It's cool just to know this, but what's really cool is what you do with that information. And so I wanna talk about that in a minute. I'm gonna do that. But recently I thought, I have to do this exercise again for Sock Doggo because it's really evolving. It's it's not, you know, let me tell you, I'm not setting the world on fire over there. But I am into this at this stage at Sock Doggo where I'm less focused on getting traffic. I can I can easily get my minimum traffic. Some months I still miss it, but I know what to do to get the traffic. I can do that. And now I'm really working hard on on getting more conversions. And so what I'm seeing is actually my traffic is down a little bit from last year, but my conversion rate is up. It's super typical, it's what we want to happen. I'm happy with it. But here's what I found a little bit different than the first time I did this exercise with Sock Doggo. But what I found now is that three to six visits, that's the number of visits I need really, to give me good odds to get a sale. So somebody needs to come to my site three to six times. And actually, the recency 
I think is one to six days. It's a longer period of time. And, and it gives me, if I can get somebody back three to six times in the first six days. So within six days of their first visit, what I know is that that cohort, which is really tiny, like really tiny, uh, that cohort has about a 13% conversion rate. That's really good because presently my conversion rate is 1%. And so if I can give myself much higher odds, like 13%, I, I'll take that all day long. And so when you think about you, whether you have done this exercise or not, what I can tell you is I have seen this with enough members that I know it's all pretty much in the same range. It's all within the first, you know, six or seven days max. And it's always more than three visits. So if that's, if that's helpful for you, onboard that and, and use it. It's, you know, if we see higher conversion on the first visit, it's usually because there just isn't enough second or third visits. And so I think you can confidently work in that window of opportunity that, you know, at least three visits over six or seven days and more than three is even better. So I think what you can take away from this is that it's true that you do need several touch points with a customer to get a sale. And in our case, a touch point really is a, is a visit back to your website. That's what I think is the real deal when it comes to a touch point. But but here's what you need to add into that. You can't just go with, I need to get people a lot of times. I think you must add in uh, that I have to get them fast. I can't, I can't be sporadic. And I think this is why consistency uh, pays off in spades for our members, for me, for pretty much anyone I see with consistency. I think this is why, because recency is a big factor and you can't, you can't, you can't minimize how important that is. Recency is a huge factor. And so when we think about how you could take that and use it, I want you to think about the ways that you get people to your site now. And one of the things that I think is huge for people that is such a struggle is just the slog of social media posting. Like it feels like you're talking to the wall. It doesn't seem like it's really working. It, um, it's hard to come up with new things, like, you know, all the things. It just takes way more time than you think it should and way longer than you think it should to actually see a result. But here's where I think the consistency pays off. Your posts get in front of people, even if they don't buy. Sometimes they click, but they're consistently seeing content from you. I think that's a big deal. And I think if you just make sure that you're super consistent with your call to action, you show a great variety of products and lifestyles, you ask people questions, you do your very best to keep them engaged. I think that is a huge factor in this recency part. I really do. And the frequency, but definitely in the recency part because you stay top of mind. So that's the first thing. I think that you need to really understand that all that posting that you're doing is what is uh, keeping you top of mind with people and is actually getting more traffic to your site than you think it is. So that's the first thing. Second thing is advertising, paid traffic. And so I think, again, this is a huge, uh, this is a huge, really, it's a huge reason 
to make sure that you are building a warm audience and that you're doing and that easy retargeting. And so we talk about this also in conversion school. If you have traffic that is under 5k a month, actually even under 10,000 web visitors a month, the way to do simple, easy retargeting is just take what is really effective at getting cold traffic to your site, duplicate those ads, and put it in front of a warm audience of the most recent web visitors that you can get that is a big enough pool of people to target. And it's super simple, but it's true that people actually click on what they've seen before. They have great recall, and that's a super simple way to get people back to your site without having to reinvent the wheel. So I highly recommend you do that. And as you get more traffic, like further down the road, once you're comfortably over 10,000 web visitors a month, add in that dynamic retargeting with a short seven day window or a 14 day window and run some product catalog ads to those warm audiences. I think that that can be really effective once you have enough traffic at getting that person back in a really tight timeline by again, showing them what they looked at already. Super good. The other thing I think you can do is you can use some Google shopping, particularly at times when people are more likely to be searching for things to buy. You know, Google shopping does have some retargeting included. It's super easy on Shopify, and I think it's worth investing in for this very reason, this frequency recency, because your ad is gonna follow people around a little bit off of Facebook. So I think it's worth investing a little bit of money in, five bucks a day. So that's the second thing. Social media posts are the first thing. Second thing are ads. The third thing is email. It's gotta be email. And so this is where it gets really easy to control the situation. So most people have a pop-up, and if you don't, you should have a pop-up that converts people from a web visitor onto your list. And then there is a series of emails that you can send after that. And, and most people in the inner circle have that set up, at least three emails. But, but here's where I see people go off the rails. And so I want you to go check yours is that a lot of people don't want to bother anybody. And so they spread those emails out. So they might email once a week. And really the trick is you got to email once a day, which feels scary and icky. But here's the good news. If you automate it, you forget that you're even doing it. But really what I would like to see is somebody signs up for your pop-up. Within a half an hour, they have an email from you if they didn't purchase. So that's an automation. Later in that same day, I'd be inclined to send them another one. Even if it's just a customer review or something fun, like something for them. And then I would send them an email the second day. I would send them an email the third day. I would send them an email the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day. And then maybe I'd back it off and send a few more emails out to stretch out the 30 days. But what I know is even though it feels weird and awful, you're going to set yourself up for success by giving yourself as many opportunities to get that person back to your site when it's recent. This is when it's recent, when they're still kind of excited about your product and they want to see more. This is what you don't want to miss that opportunity. Same thing with, uh, you know, campaigns. So we talked about automations with your new lead and welcome funnel, but also with campaigns, like with your weekly campaigns, you want to make sure that you send them out every week 
whether you feel like it or not, and you think you're bothering people or not. And I highly recommend more than one send in a week. You really want to make sure that you capture those people, particularly at the end where they have clicked, but they haven't purchased. Sometimes all it's going to take is one more email to them. And so make sure you do that. Same thing with SMS. I mean, I am not using SMS right now, but I'm seeing a lot of our members use it uh, successfully. And so if I, you know, when, not if, when, when I'm ready to add that into the mix for my store, I want to create a plan to get people from my email list onto my SMS list and also to get people from my SMS list onto my email list. And the reason I want to do that is so that I have a couple of different ways to get in front of them and I'll probably incentivize them. So if you're not doing this, I would consider adding that in. How do I incentivize them to get from my email list onto my tax list? Maybe you have one secret super special a month, like a limited edition of something, or maybe you have an insider's only day once a month. I don't know what it is. You can think about things that have worked for you in the past, but I think that you want to give people a reason why they should get on your SMS list. And then if you they join your SMS list and they're not on your email list, also a reason to get on your email list. And then make sure there is a very quick welcome for both of those lists so that you get yourself in front of them again, give somebody a really good call to action to get back to your site. So I do that. But that's all I've got. I just wanted to really share with you that this is, I think that nobody talks about this, but I think it's huge for us. I think it's huge for us because it gives us more control uh, over something that we often feel helpless about. So it gives us more control over that conversion rate. But the other thing is, is there's a plan of action that we can attach to this that we can use over several different media. And so what I would love you to do and how I'd like to wrap this up is, first of all, I want you to flip your thinking about how you connect with your customers. And I want you to remove that little voice in your head that's saying, oh, but I don't want to bother them. They might unsubscribe. Yes, they might unsubscribe, but they probably weren't going to buy anyway. The people who truly want to hear from you are going to stay, stay subscribed. So I want you to flip your thinking and I want you to understand this is their highest point of interest this six or seven days from when they first come into your universe. And you're going to give them every opportunity to get what they want and make a purchase. So flip your thinking on it and really write out a list of the things that you're going to do to take advantage of that time period. And what few things can you put in place or what things are you doing now that you can just make a point of doing consistently that is really going to take advantage of that time period, that golden opportunity, that window where you have their attention because all they're waiting for from you is a reason to buy. So that's it, guys. That's that's the word of the day, frequency and recency, two words, uh, but so hugely important. And uh, and I, I want you to just, even if you do one thing after listening to this episode, I would love to hear what it is. Go into Facebook, into our group, and uh, and let me know what you did. I'd love to hear your feedback. We'll see you soon. Have a great week. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K, and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. 
You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside and we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.